Welcome to the Museum of Everything. A notice to visitors to the History of 80s Pop exhibit. You can dance if you want to, but you can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Thank you. Okay, cheers and thanks and cheers. Okay, cheers, thanks. Cheers. Okay, welcome to the Museum of Everything. We are your guide to the surprisingly large world of everything. everything. Um, we do have some bad news. Yeah. I'm afraid, due to international pressure, we have had to give back the Elgin marbles. Luckily, the Elgin tiddlywinks are staying right here where they belong. Alongside the Elgin clackers. Now, the management has asked us to ask you not to leave any bags unattended. unattended. Or they will be stolen by, by us. us. It's our museum and we need to supplement our meagre pay somehow. So remember, we are operating a policy of finders keepers. keepers. Now, if you do manage to keep your wallet, you can empty it of loose change at our gift, gift shop. Now, while you are in the gift, gift shop, shop, you can buy, of course, commemorative items such as upside-downy nudie pens... ..that stop working as soon as you leave the building. ..a range of historic face masks, including... ..Henry VIII, Queen Elizabeth I... ..and Tony Robinson off of Time, Time Team. Team. <laughs> we are also currently stocking an exciting range of Daedalo pink yo-yos. Though what yo-yos have got to do with the museum... Nobody knows. <laughs> so try and enjoy yourselves and remember... Watch out, watch out, there's a thief about... And it's usually us. us. Cheers, Cheers out. out! Athens, 450 BC. People of Athens, gather round, for I, Delphinius, have oh. great news. Oh. I have opened the first ever museum. <laughs> I'm still working on the title. Right. Uh, uh, wh what is a museum? Well, it's a collection of artefacts of historical interest. Oh, right. Behold! Here! Is that my hat, Delphinius? Yeah. It is a perfectly preserved example of ancient Greek headwear. Ah. <laughs> it's not ancient. I only bought it last week. Give it back. No, you have gifted it to the ages. See how well it is preserved, ladies and gentlemen. Of course it's bloody well preserved. I only got it in the sale last week. Give it back. <laughs> no, you can't have it. It's setting a dangerous precedent when people start just asking museums for their things back. <laughs> so what do we do in this museum, then? Well, you wander around and look at displays and read the labels. Hmm. Sounds a bit boring. Isn't there anything interactive? <laughs> Not yet. Oh. Now, this here, very excitingly, is the remains of what we believe was an ancient Greek pot. Well, now he's broken my pot! <laughs> that is my pot! Give me back my pot! He's broken it! Your pot is part of our cultural heritage now. It vividly shows what a complex and cultured civilization the ancient Greeks were. I know, it's still my pot! Oh, stop making such a fuss! Do you people want a museum or not? Well, not if it means you're going to leave me without a pot to piss in, no. <laughs> Is that what it's for? I'll have to change the label. 
the best bit of all. Who wants to see the gift shop? Ooh. I can do you leather papyrus marks, uh, novelty stylus sharpeners, and fudge in the shape of Aristotle. <laughs> Don't like the sound of that. But it's the best part of the museum. Well, you know what they say. Beware of Greeks bearing gift shops. <laughs> This is a visitor announcement. The History of Stairs exhibit is now open and can be found between floors one and two. Oh, bury me not on the lone prairie. Partners, amigos, I'll be hog-tied for a cane toad if we don't all know why we're here. Remember the Alamo. That's right, old-timer. To remember the Alamo, and more importantly, to scatter the ashes of our mate Pete the Kid Smith, the fastest gun this side of crawl. Oh, can we get a move on? It's freezing. Yep, yeah, yeah, all right, Alex. Or at least drop the action. Yes, all right, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Pete has reached the end of the trail. He's hung up his spurs. Put his six shooters in the cupboard. He spat his final goblet of chewing tobacco in the spittoon of the last chance saloon. Oh, come on, I'm freezing my nads off. Um, we all know why they called him the kid, but it wasn't just Pete's learning difficulties that made him special. <laughs> Old-timer, uh, the urn, please. It's an old bottle of Jack Daniels that I painted up real pearly. Yeah, it would have meant a lot to him. Yeah, right. Friend, partner, amigo, founder, member and chairman of the West Sussex Rough Riders. <laughs> it's hard to think of a man who better combined the two qualities of being both rooting and tooting. Rolling, 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 rawhide. You're not wrong, old-timer. Rawhide! Thanks. <laughs> like who fired the first shot at the OK Corral, we may never really know what happened on that terrible day. To Pete, it had seemed like the usual booking. Mm. St Mary's Church fate. A tombola, white elephant stall, Wild West demonstration. Turned out to be a fate worse than death. Alex, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it from the vicar that the tragic accidents aside, everyone enjoyed themselves greatly. <laughs> Our thoughts right now should be with Pete's family, his wife, Rachel, his yep. daughters, Butch and Sundance, <laughs> and his son, Sue. <laughs> Rachel was never as keen a rough rider as Pete, but she was always there at every social occasion, her face a mixture of... Pity and resentment. Well, yes, Alex, but also I like to think pride and love. I think it would have been very hard for any woman not to look at Pete, standing there in his Stetson, moustache, spurs and leather chaps, and not think that's quite a guy. Quite a gay. <clears throat> Pete loved the West. Devon. So I think it's fitting that we scatter his ashes here in the overflow car park of the Chuckwagon Tex-Mex restaurant, <laughs> where he enjoyed so many combo platters. <laughs> Goodbye, Pete. Them were some mighty fine words, hombre. I never liked him. Oh, come on, Alex. Oh, no, I've said it before. Pete was holding us back. He was bonanza when we should have been young guns. Are you saying Pete didn't go out in a blaze of glory? Well, he certainly went out in a blaze of armed response police bullets. <laughs> Alex, it was an accident. OK, perhaps Pete should have checked which St Mary's he was going to. <laughs> perhaps then the sight of an armed man walking into the church hall wouldn't so shock the vicar. <laughs> him to make that, in the circumstances, understandable, but undeniably fatal 999 call. We'll never know what it was that made Pete try and beat that armed response unit to the draw. <laughs> we'll never know what the last thing that went through his mind was. It was a high-velocity hollow-point bullet. <laughs> that is tasteless. He was a knob and he got himself shot. <laughs> You're not too old for a whooping, boy. Oh, shut up, you tiresome pillock. You're the bloody pillock, mate, you varmint tosser. <laughs> 
Alex, look what you've done. You've made him go out of character. You pillock. He hasn't done that since 1983. Yeah, well, I've had it up to here with staying in character. Pete stayed in character and got himself shot. Was that real enough for him, was it? Pete's oh-so-important realism? No, Alex, you can't have silver spurs. They didn't have them. No, you can't have your name embroidered on your jacket. That's not authentic. He didn't talk like that. Yes, he did. Well, <laughs> it wasn't that pronounced. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, Pete was our mate, and we're going to carry on the West Sussex Rough Riders the way he would have wanted it. And that is authentically. Face it, mate, it is time for a change. I mean, who are we kidding? Dressing up as cowboys, it's stupid. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about this for a while. I am a grown man. I am too old to be running around pretending to be John Wayne. I'm getting out. You mean... You ain't gonna... I'm joining the Surrey Apaches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, excuse me, my good man. Yes, sir? Hmm, I wonder if you could help me. You see, my wife and I... Chloe! Yes, my wife and I were wondering if you had by any chance a Greek sculpture gallery. Yes, we do, sir. Oh, good, good, very good. Mm. <laughs> now, my wife and I... Hello! Mm, yes, my wife and I were wondering if amongst said Greek sculptures there would be any of... Mm, how can I put this for the sake of delicacy? Um, the male form. It's not for me, you understand, but for my wife. Peekaboo! <laughs> oh, yes, sir, there are statues of men. Mm, naked men. Yes, sir. Naked marble Greek men. Yes, sir. Oh, good, good, very good. <laughs> you see, my wife and I... How do you do? Yes, my wife and I were most keen to... Well, it's my wife, really. Watch out! But she would like to... Oh, how can I put this? Um, I can be frank. Yes, sir. Oh, good, good, very good. <laughs> My wife, how can I put this? Has, um, needs. Yowza! <laughs> and right now, she would most like to see, oh, no, don't maybe say it. Um, she would like to see young what? Greek men's, oh, no, I don't want to say it. Um, <laughs> My wife wants, oh, no, it's coming. My wife wants, buttocks. She wants lovely Greek male buttocks. Oh, she wants it. Oh, she wants it. Big Greek buttocks. There, I said it. You'll want the Greek buttocks gallery. It's just at the end of the hall, sir. The museum cafe will be closing in five minutes for lunch. The kids are still awake. I know, they're so excited. They're not excited. They've got a mutated form of bovine TB. <laughs> I knew we should never have visited Stoat World. Well, I suppose we'll have to take them to the doctor in the morning. Or we could... Yeah. Sod the shots. Kids, let's go back to Badgerland! Yeah! There's dozens of badgers all under one roof. It's called Give your family all the savage, feral, stripey goodness they need this weekend at Badgerland. Go crazy on the bouncy badger. Soak in our hot and steamy badger koozie. Visit our carrion buffet with new badgetarian option. Meet our mascot, Badgie the Badger. I got fleas, kids. And help him gas some of his friends. Uh, I'm joking. Badger
Winterland, guaranteed 60% mutated bovine TB free. Dush my badger. Winterland, just off the M3 between Patrick Moore and Ted Heath. <laughs> Uh, could I get an audio guide, please? There you go, sir. Thank you for choosing the museum audio guide. The tour starts on your left. The first painting in the gallery is by William Hogarth. Part of his sequence, The Rake's Progress, it is a startling example of Hogarth's interest in the grotesque. Many art historians now believe that the twisted, pained features of the subject represent a clear depiction of Yamam. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Moving on to the next picture, and we see a little-known Turner masterpiece showing the artist's fascination with the effect of light on water. The subject is unknown, but it is believed to be Yamam going to the chip shop in her slippers for the third time this week. Did you just say that? Turning to our right, we can see a work by Thomas Gainsborough. Notice how the painter uses a neoclassical allegory to show that Yamam's armpits are so hairy it looked like she got Bob Marley in a headlock. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is there uh, anyone around? Can we get a family ticket? Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Hello, uh, who's that? I am a giant, and I will crush your bones to dust. Who dares to enter my giant's kingdom? Me. <laughs> Little man, what are you doing down there? I can barely see you. Why? Because I... I'm a giant, and this is my normal-sized village. Miniature village. Oh, only miniature to me, because I am a giant. Uh, I, I get it. It's just very good. I'll, I'll go and get the kids. They'll love this. Apparently. Children? People smaller than you? Hard to believe. Okay. Look, do, do we get the tickets off you? Hang on. I'll come over. Be careful you don't get crushed under my big, giant boots. Boom! 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 Okay, uh, how much is it? Fee, five, four, fum. It's 50p for admission. That's, uh, it's very cheap, isn't it? Um, I'm surprised you're not busier. Oh, no one has dared to enter my magic giant's kingdom for seven years. Did you come up the beanstalk? Uh, no, up the B369. Oh. <laughs> we used to be on the main road. The little people changed it. Right. Um, look, can we just have a look around? Fee, fi, fo, fum. This leaflet has all the information. <laughs> Hang on, I'll pass it down. Uh... Can you reach it? Yes, I can. <laughs> look, I'm sorry, mate, I don't want to be rude, but you are quite clearly not a giant. Oh, 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 little man. <laughs> I tower over you. No, you don't. In fact, if you look, I'm actually marginally taller than you are. So... <laughs> I am a giant. See how this marrow looks tiny in my whopping great hand. That's a courgette. <laughs> All right. You're not a giant. Look, stand next to me. Ooh. I'm afraid I'll crush you. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> Come on, over here. All right, watch out. Boom! Boom! Yeah, boom! boom. <laughs> Whatever. Come on, back to back. <laughs> See? I tower over you. No, you're standing on tiptoes, right? And that beard... <laughs> ...is on elastic. <laughs> my massive chin. <laughs> Look, you're not a giant, are you? Mm. Are you? Little man. I don't think you've come to visit my normal-sized village at all. I think 
You've come to steal my golden goose. Oh, Son, what are you doing? Billy's just been sick. Get back in the car. This bloke's a nutter. Where is he? Where is he? I can't see him. He must have run between my legs. Oh, forget it. We're going to Badgerland. Come on. <laughs> come back, little man. I won't crush you. Bee, fi, bo, fum. I dealt badly with that situation. <laughs> boom, boom. And if you follow me, ladies and gentlemen, we enter the main arena of the Colosseum. Uh, sorry, can the people at the back please keep up? Well done. Quite right. Safety first. Thunder! <laughs> uh, here we are. Uh, I think you can really imagine what it must have been like stepping out here as a gladiator, saluting the emperor. Ave Caesar. Well done. I'm Spartacus. Et tu, Brute. Et tu, couldn't finish the third. Larius. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, the great and the good of Rome would have come to watch dressed in their finest togas. Toga party. Chaps in frocks. Bloody funny. Hijinks. Horseplay. Wherever I lay my toga, that's my Rome. Bloody funny. Top whack. What that? Spoon up. I, I'm sorry. Could you be quiet, please? I'm trying to listen to the guide. Whoops. Sorry, matron. <laughs> yes, if you don't mind, gentlemen. Quite right. Carry on, old chap. So, these... Well done. <laughs> This is... Tour guide. Will, will you just... Safety first. Are you finished? One mo. Well done. And on you go, Luigi. <laughs> Thank you. The Colosseum is undoubtedly one of the finest achievements of the Roman Empire. Now, best thing about the Romans, eat till you vomit. Up, Chuck. Chow down again and then drinking games are plenty. Have you ever played Jupiter's Rod? Thunder! No. No. Aphrodite Doodoo? No. Are you there, Minerva? You must know Fiddle Minero. No. no. Dead symbol basically involves putting your wanger in as many people's drinks as possible before someone gets an emperor. Splosh! Great fun. Well done. Quite right. Splosh! Yes, uh, thank you. Are these two with you? Absolutely not. They've been following me since the Vatican. I can't get rid of them. Well done. Quite right. Okay. Uh, now, if you look above the entrance over here, you will see a Latin inscription. Oh, how interesting. Now, let's have a look. I had a bit of experience of the old Latin tongue myself. What? Saucy. Back in my Oxford days. You went to Oxford? Guilty. Which college? Brooks. Brooks. Now, let's have a look at this Latin business. Well done. Uh, let's see. Hic, ah, obviously something hilarious to do with drinking. Hic means here. That's right. It reads, uh, here stand you who pay tribute to Caesar. Oh, Julius Caesar, a Roman geezer, killed his wife with a lemon squeezer, pulled up a toga and bended her over. Right, okay. <laughs> Now, I'll give you a little free time now to look around and soak up the incredible atmosphere of the Colosseum. Oh, thank you. That was very interesting. Well done. Quite right. Safety first. Who's for a spot of eye type? Pizza or pasta? You choose. No, thank you. Pasta la pasta, baby. Spaggy baggy ball. Twelve inch. Deep pan. Thin crust. Cheesy rim. Saucy. <laughs> look, will you shut up? I don't want to spend any more time with you. You've ruined this tour, you obnoxious, immature, sexist, inbred, repellent cretins. Faster it is, then. Go away. Strict nanny. Oh, I... No, no, don't go. Please, we're extremely lonely and we can't really bear each other's company. Please, I beg you, don't leave us. Get lost! She's gone. What now? Carry on. Well done. Quite right. Bloody lonely. Ave Caesar. Ave Claudius. Carpe diem. Tempus fugit. Rome sweet Rome. Roman Polanski. Bring on the lion. Thunder! Okay, cheers, right, around, thanks, settle down, cheers, settle okay, down. Okay, okay. In a moment, you will be able to go into the gift shop. 
which, let's face it, is why you came. Now, but first we are going to put you into a time machine. Don't worry, it's not a real time machine, it's more of a trolley. Trolley, (laughs) Right, if you're all ready, we're now going to send you back to ancient Egypt. So expect to see pharaohs, mummies, sphincters. Pardon? I said sphinxes. (laughs) In you go, and try not to unleash the mummy's curse. It is a bugger to clean, I'll tell you that. Cheers, Anne. Welcome, treasure seekers. I am Abdul, a poor slave of the pharaoh. I'm not really, I'm an actor in an unconvincing fez. (laughs) Welcome to the Great Pyramid. You don't have to knock, just toot and come in. (laughs) I will be your guide on an exciting and terrifying, yet also educational and informative, audio-visual and live-action tableau-based tour of the greatest wonder of the ancient world. This is the story of the pyramids. The pyramids. Nobody knows how, or why, or where they were built. (laughs) Legend has it that these massive erections were built by a super-advanced alien race. Legend has it that way. Fact has it differently. It was actually... Israelites. Who did most of the building. (laughs) The pharaoh would commission his high priest to ask a rich man to employ a slave master to provide some slaves to build the tomb. I command you, slave master, to construct a great pointy tomb in the desert to be completed before pharaoh's death. You've picked a bad week for it, Gov. See, trouble is, I just can't get the Israelites. You know, they've all gone on Exodus this week. Well, do you still have that Moses fellow working for you? No, I had to let him go. And his people. <laughs> to be honest, I thought he was getting around a tea and, you know, milk and two honeys. Uh, next thing you know, he's part of the Red Sea. I'll tell you what, I'll do what I can for you, but you're going to need a lot of concrete for that. You know, it's not going to be easy getting 200 tonne of sand out in the desert. <laughs> I went to drama school with him, very posh in real life, looks a bit like Trevor Eve. (laughs) Anyway, behold now, the mighty pharaoh talking to his sons on his deathbed. Listen, I I don't want a lot of fuss when I go, you know. Nothing fancy, you know your old dad. Keep it simple and dignified, yeah, yeah. Just a massive pyramid, yeah. Just build me a whopping great pyramid, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, I hate fuss, yeah. I, I mean, I won't know, you know. I'll be gone when I... So just make it absolutely awe-inspiring, yeah. <laughs> just something that'll keep people wondering for the next two to three thousand years. OK, yeah. so a massive pyramid. Yeah, yeah. And what about your gold? Well, you know, I'll leave all of that to you, you know. Oh. Just pop it in a pyramid, then we'll all know where it is. Oh, hey? right. <laughs> and you'll look after your old mum when I'm gone, won't you? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Just put her in the pyramid. (laughs) And whilst I'm thinking about it, maybe sacrifice all my slaves as well, yeah. Stick them in as well, yeah, yeah. You know, nothing fancy. I don't want to make a fuss, (laughs) you know. And and the army as well. And and my cattle as well, you know, in case I wake up, feel a bit peckish, yeah. So, that's it? Yeah, yeah, you know your old dad. I don't want to make a fuss. Come, my 21st century friends. We are now in the main burial chamber, right in the pyramidal. (laughs) Over there is Pharaoh's mummified corpse, surrounded by his treasure. 
Take in the many wonderful sights. It really is a tomb with a view. <laughs> Everyone's a critic. In the corner is Aladdin, courtesy of the Disney Corporation. And over there, the non-copyright infringed Tomb Raider, Kara Loft. And here, in the center, the most famous queen of all time. No, not Elton John. It's Cleopatra! Hi, I'm Cleopatra, lover of Julius Caesar, Mark Anthony, and Richard Burton. <laughs> Would you like to see my ass? No, thank you. <laughs> Do you have any fun yet informative facts about ancient Egypt for us? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, did you know, like, I've done it with everybody. I've even done it with Anubis, you know, like the dog-headed god. That's probably blasphemous. <laughs> okay, let us go. Let us seal the door now. We're sealing the door. And travel forwards in time. That's the sound of time traveling. <laughs> to 1922, the tomb of Tutankhamun. For treasure seekers, this is the Holy Grail. Not the actual Holy Grail, obviously, that's the Holy Grail. <laughs> we join the expedition of Lord Carnarvon and Howard Carter, the first men to enter the Pharaoh's tomb in over 2,000 years. They're played by actors, not very good ones. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, do the scene. <clears throat> I don't believe it. King Tut's tomb. Come on, Lord Carnarvon. Oh, thank you, Howard Carter. <laughs> Blimey, it's a bit dirty, isn't it? All sort of messy in it and quite dark. Who's got a torch? Lord Carnarvon, look, a sarcophagus. What's that? Is it a type of dinosaur? <laughs> it's like a sort of coffin thing. Oh, right. Look, above us, some sort of inscription in hieroglyphs. Oh, what's it say? Well, a rough translation would indicate that Nefertiti loves Trevor. Oh. <laughs> and that for sex we should ring Cairo 4297. Brilliant. Right, let's see treasure. Okay, lovely. Right, I got, 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 need, need, got, need, got, got. Oh, a chariot. I haven't got one of those. Lovely. Bagsy that. <laughs> I saw it first. No, I bagsied it. I'm Lord Carnarvon. I'm Carnarvon that. <laughs> oh, look, a death mask. I'm bagsying that too. That is skill, that is. Right. <laughs> Let us see what is underneath it. Lord Carnarvon, uh, wait! Oh, it's a dead bloke in bandages. Uh, I think I'm going to poop. <laughs> Lord Carnarvon, as an experienced Egyptologist, I seriously suggest we leg it. Uh, All right. Awakened he who should not be disturbed. We have unleashed the fury of the mighty Pharaoh, Mumra. Uh, I'll do it to make a fuss. You know, I'll do it. No, no. I think what I'll do, yeah, I'll just put a bit of a curse on you, yeah, yeah, so that you die a horrible death. You know, nothing fancy. You know, just one of the seven plagues of Egypt. Yeah, maybe rains of frogs on you. Yeah, yeah, but no fuss, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Museum of Everything, written and performed by Marcus Bridstock, Danny Robbins, and Dan Tetzel with Lucy Montgomery. Original music by Dominic Haslam and Ben Walker. The producer was Alex Walsh-Taylor. This is a visitor announcement with the mother of Ian, David, Paula, Shanine, Debbie, Callum... Brian and Susie, please consider birth control.